This is John Schaefer with a homeless topic about the cities across America that make it illegal for homeless to sleep outside. And there's uh, many cities that are doing this. Uh, we just saw recently that the city of Austin, Texas had done this. Um, and they want to term it illegal camping. Now, we all have probably gone camping, and, you know, you're sleeping most likely in a tent. But when the homeless have tents, uh, which gives them minimal shelter at best, and very rough in the winter time to be in a tent because the fabric is micro thin and air can pass through it. The code certainly penetrates through it and it gives the person in the tent a very false sense of security. Uh, so they need tons of blankets and you know, sleeping bags and clothing, layers and layers of clothing to survive. But come summer, they can be extremely hot. Uh, and they often just provide minimal shelter from the elements. When it storms, the rain can weigh down the tent and it can collapse the, from also the wind and the storms and even in the winter time tents will collapse from the weight of the heavy snowfall so tents are very minimal shelter at best but they want to give it the terminology illegal camping now I don't know why any sleeping outdoors when no one owns the outdoors could be considered illegal camping. I mean, after all, the open air spaces is free to everybody. But where the city draws the line is it's either on private property or it's on public property. And if it's on public property, you then become a risk to uh, people passing by, especially children. You have uh, parents complaining and issuing complaints to the city. Uh, often, if they're in a park or just on a sidewalk, um, businesses uh, in the downtown area will complain that they're near their sidewalk, near their front door of their business. Uh, deterring business from them and in the park it's a it's sort of a safety issue you might say even though the homeless person may be a wonderful person there's an element of unknown and risk for families with children and for the children to be exposed to someone who's homeless uh, who might flip out who might 
try to do something to a child. And these are all very rare uh, circumstances. But the city feels it is a risk, it is a hazard, uh, it's a safety issue. It's also a public health issue. Often when you're sleeping outdoors, you don't have access to restroom facilities. So when Mother Nature calls, you simply go somewhere. Now, many homeless have been spotted, seen, uh, defecating or urinating in public right in front of people. And generally, those are the ones who might be mentally uh, unstable. But uh, sometimes you just have to go, you have to go. You know, and if the great outdoors is what you call home, you don't have a lot of options or choices. Uh, What could be done by the city, if they ever chose to, would be to supply uh, porta-potties. And there are some really nice ones that I've seen that resemble basically going indoors. Uh, They're in trailers, and they're portable trailers, and very clean and sanitary, and uh, much like going at your house. Um, Very nice, uh, very decorated, um, but yet simple. And the city could provide these. The city could also provide dumpsters trash receptacles, trash bags to have the homeless tidy up after themselves, which becomes part of the problem uh, where there's homeless congregating, there's often tons of trash. And so the trash becomes an issue. It becomes an issue for uh, rats to be uh, dominant in that area and uh, so there's there's many concerns but they can all easily so easily be fixed and addressed but the city doesn't want to because they don't want to encourage the homeless to stay in that area often they don't have a choice but they don't want to support the homeless they don't want to encourage the homeless or enable them. And by doing so, they would receive more complaints from the public, from businesses, that we will never get rid of the homeless in this particular area or neighborhood. And so, you know, I understand that the city often has their hands tied, but the real bottom line solution to all of this is not just trash receptacles and dumpsters and porta potties, but giving the homeless housing. Housing first is a great thing. Many cities are beginning to follow, uh, and it basically comes down to this those who have the most vulnerability who are physically, mentally disadvantaged, 
who their health is very grave, you house those homeless first. And you get them off the streets and you put them into housing and you assign them a caseworker and help them manage their lives and their business and their affairs and their appointments and uh, take them to appointments. And all of that can be done so economically that it's about 15000 a year for each homeless person. Now, on the other hand, it's been shown that if you don't do this, for those who are very vulnerable, they're costing the city a lot of money in emergency services and hospital stays and hospital visits and ER uh, sessions and visits and uh, ambulances and paramedics and so that it also includes the police coming out and it's just can easily add up to an average of about 35 to 45 thousand dollars per individual who is homeless who is chronically homeless and vulnerable living on the streets now, economically, if you subtract 45000 from 15000 the city is going to save $30,000 just to implement this approach. And it makes sense. And yet, not enough cities are still doing this, and we need to advocate for this. We don't need the illegal camping to be all across the city. It's not the ideal way to live. It's fun when you're in the summer and you go camping with the friends or family, but it's not when you are homeless and that is your only uh, refuge. That's your only shelter. Now, some should go to regular shelters, but the fact is there is more homeless then there are shelters. We have more Starbucks and more McDonald's than in a city, in any given city, practically across the U.S., more than we have shelter and shelter beds for the homeless. And it's a growing population. It's getting worse. It's getting worse because of the pandemic and because of people being evicted uh, from their homes, and uh, it's just going to get far, far worse. And the only thing that makes sense is housing first. Now, you may not have heard of that before, but it's nothing new, and it's a very sound uh, principle. You just simply house the ones who are the most disadvantaged and frail and medically necessary to get into some housing and stabilize their health and stabilize their life and add years back to their life because they will die an early death if they are on the streets. This is just a fact. Uh, 
when you're sleeping on the ground and you're sleeping in all kinds of weather, your health is going to be affected. Uh, that's not to uh, also include your nutrition is poor, your diet is poor, and it's just uh, your health is going to be greatly affected. Uh, not to even include uh, mental health is greatly affected. Being alone for many hours and uh, having no one to talk to because, uh, face it, most people do not walk up to homeless and talk to them and treat them like human beings. They basically shy away from them. Uh, and so, if you can, give this some thought and remember to be kind to someone who's homeless because it's not something that the homeless receive that much kindness throughout their day. And housing first, it truly is the answer across America, across the world to end homelessness. And if you get the vulnerable off the streets and the chronic ones off the street who've been homeless for decades and years, then the ones that remain may actually be able to go to the shelters and get out of the illegal camping tents and the shelters would be less full and less demand. Uh, but we need more shelters uh, because this will continue to grow. This is John Schaefer. I hope you've enjoyed this message today. Thank you so much for listening. And until next week, have a great week. Bye-bye.